Welcome, everybody, to a wonderful Wednesday edition of Golden Conversations. I'm your host, David Gold, and today I'm joined by one of Byron Hill's dynamic duos, Miss Leah Sokol and Miss Sari Cohen. How are you guys doing today? Doing pretty good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. We're doing well. So what have you guys been up to during this quarantine? Um, we've been definitely doing a lot of walking together, as everyone is. Um, a lot of TV watching, movie watching, reading. Sorry. Um, definitely a lot of sleeping, um, eating, Netflix watching, walking, kind of the usual. Have you guys been trying to kind of do a good social distance walk every day definitely. or so? I wouldn't say every day, but we try to do it probably once a week. We'll take the dogs, go around windmill. Yeah. Of. And then, like, other days, I would say it's usually some parked car hangouts. Um, one night, she came to my front porch, which is super fun. So, yeah, I've been trying to stay together. Yeah, yeah, so how have you guys been finding trying to maintain good social distance and following the rules while still trying to maintain all those connections you've had, not just between the two of you, but with everybody? Well, we try to as much as we can meet up with our friends at like IBM and we'll park six feet apart and we'll sit in our trunks. And even though we're not that close, I'd still say like, it, it's really nice to be in person with people. Like, yeah, it's, it's actually amazing. Like it changes my day when I actually get to see people. Um, I was definitely depressed in the beginning of quarantine when like no one was even socially distancing. Yeah. So it's definitely been a step up. Yeah. Um, Right now, now quarantine, all, what are you guys kind of doing in order to avoid that stir craziness with just being inside for now? Gonna be 10 weeks. Oh my god, 10 weeks! Wow, yeah, it's um, crazy. I'd say since the weather got nice and my pool's open, like that's that's a game changer being outside and being able to like be in the sun. I, I'd say it takes away from the stir crazy a lot, yeah, definitely, and also. I don't know, just like doing exercise just to feel like you're not sitting around all day. It's a little cliche, but like, honestly, it really helps. Yeah, the fresh air, even. Yeah, fresh air definitely helps. A lot, lot of tanning time, which yes, is definitely for teenage girls and anyone else who wants to tan. <laughs> Leah, for you, trying to, normally Cage would be starting up about now, mm-hmm. getting ready to get back into season with summer and now. So what are you trying to do to get your body, get back ready and keep training in order to be ready for this fall to come around? Um, I like to do a lot of different things so that like I'm not getting bored with my workouts. Like sometimes I'll do like more cardio and I'll Peloton. Um, but other days I do like my, we have like this trainer that we Zoom. So we'll do like some strength classes with him. And then sometimes I'll just run around my neighborhood. So I just like to like mix it up. Sari, what about you? Have you, you don't play sport, but what have you been trying to do to keep yourself healthy and exercising and all? Well, um, our other friend, Liv- Olivia Grande, she's kind of my neighbor. So every day at around six, we'll meet each other halfway in the neighborhood with our dogs most of the time. And we'll try to walk every day for like an hour and a half. Sometimes it's like even five miles. And I'd say like on the other side of the curb, it's nice exercise, actually, even though I don't play sport. Mm-hmm. I know for me, it's been a lot of just walking, whether it's with my family or by myself. Sari, for you, I don't know, is your whole family back at home? Yes, the whole family's here. 
So what's that been like kind of going back from that only child to now full house again? I'd say it's at first it was pretty crazy. It was really hard to handle because like upstairs being so close to everyone. But now we've kind of reached a dynamic where we don't really bother each other. And it's actually nice. Like we play games after dinner sometimes, get along. Leah, what about you having your sister come home early from school? Um, it's definitely been a game changer. If she wasn't here, I think I would go absolutely insane. Like I just have so much fun with my siblings and like my family would just like to do fun stuff and like watch movies together and stuff. So I think like the more people that you could spend this time with, it makes you happier. Yeah. Sarah, I was thinking back on it the other day. And now since you mentioned your pool, what was it? Fifth grade or so when we actually ended up spending a lot of time together. What was that? Is that fifth grade or so? Sixth grade. Sixth grade. It was one of those years. I was just thinking back to how crazy that is now that was seven, about seven years ago and how just time has flown by. That's really, I I brought up, I had to leave uh, dinner early because of this podcast and we brought that up. Remember pre-prom? Pre-prom seven. I found the picture from it the other day. It was, what a time. I was probably five, was probably like four, eight at that time. No way. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I just remember one time, the only time I've ever been in Sarah's pool, her dog fully almost jumping on me. <laughs> Sounds about right. That dog can move. Oh, he can. <laughs> got even bigger. But... Oh, God. No way. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm I'm so terrified of big dogs. Really? Yeah, because Connor Broadbeck, when I was younger, had the, still has a big dog named Reggie. And one time the dude yeah. jumped me from behind when I was oh, in like fourth God. grade. Oh and that just, that has scared me of big dogs ever since. Oh my God. One time, I think this must've been sixth grade. Sarah and I were at Connor's house and he also has two cats and she had an allergic reaction and it was like pouring rain outside, but she didn't know what to do. So we walked from Connor's house to your house. And yes, I oh, I do, I do, rem- I do remember that. <laughs> seventh grade. Yeah, I just Seven remember because I, I fully. It feels like yesterday. I, I fully remember you guys. I was sitting in the basement. And I see you guys just walking through my garage, and I'm yeah. so confused. And we were soaking, soaking wet. Yeah, and I was like, uh, "Hi, guys." <laughs> was not expecting that. Yeah, I forgot. Remember when we could just walk into people's houses? Yeah, Never. we were soaking wet. Never um, again. Yeah, um, really. Wild. So I've always been wondering about you two. You guys are probably two of the closest people I've known. When did you guys really develop your close friendship? Was that <laughs> since like you guys have been born, you've been good friends ever since? Or has it kind of been over these past few years now being able to drive and kind of hang out on your own without like parent supervision? Sarah, do you want to start? And then I'll... Yeah, yeah. So basically we've been like, our moms say that it's been since we were six months. We don't believe it but basically oh yeah they have this story yeah there's a story that they they predicted us being best friends which probably never happened yeah Um, and then we were really close in preschool and then we took a little break just because I guess we didn't really have classes together right yeah that's like how it worked if you had classes with someone you guys were best friends for that year but then sixth grade we were in class together and I guess that's that's where it really took off yeah like we've I don't know, I remember we literally used to hang out in preschool, after preschool, every single day. I swear to God. Um, but yeah, we definitely took a little gap. And then, like, since sixth grade, we've really just um, been inseparable. <laughs> I was, you just mentioned it. Even now to this day, 
the people you're in class with are your friends. 100%. A little bit less than before, but now, especially with some kids taking an advanced track and some kids not, and some yeah. classes being advanced, some not, you just end up seeing the same people over and over That's again. So and then true. there's sometimes you'll hear a kid that you've, you wonder yourself, they still go to our school? Yeah, that, uh-huh, totally. that happens all the time. Yeah, so like, I just, go ahead. I, I have, like, I really like it because I have such different friends at my classes. Like, my classes are literally all under, like, 15 kids, and it's so nice because, like, I get to be close with all these different people that, like, I usually never would have been, like, spending time with. So, like, I like the little separation and getting to meet new people with their classes. Yeah, Leah, for you, you have, when you're in the season, in the fall, you're spending a lot of time with your teammates and also, mm-hmm. how have you found that balancing between your friends who you don't see every day during that time and your soccer teammates? Um, honestly, it actually is like a big struggle in soccer season because even, I mean, we literally, we practice every single day after school. So like, it's so great, you know, you get so close with your team. But then like, even on the weekends, like people want to do stuff. And it's just easy to like have all the soccer kids, like I'm sure you know, with football, you're like, kind of always with the same kids. Um, But I think that like, during soccer season, it's really important for me to just like, reach out to my friends, be like, hi, oh my god, like I haven't spoken to you in so long. I just want to know how you're doing. So yeah. And have you found that to be the same thing now with quarantine kind of like hi I haven't spoken to you in four weeks how are you like or have you been trying your best to keep constant communication with everybody um I think that I mean every single person like it's hard to keep that with but I think that like over this time in quarantine I've definitely gotten better with just keeping in touch with more people because I've just found that like mentally it helps me so much but in the beginning I definitely think that I was like kind of hesitant to just like reach out to people but now just like literally call anyone whenever because it's like so important to maintain those friendships I totally agree at the beginning like I did not reach out to anyone just because we were all going through it and we were kind of like I don't know well I feel like yeah, I, we're just like what's going on we, we just like took a break from each other not and then and then I started to reach out and now I totally agree Leah. I like I'll call anyone but do you guys think because you kind of took a break from everyone at the beginning, it made you guys realize how much more you loved the people you were around all the time? I know for myself, when we started out, I very much kind of went dead for about two weeks. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when Radio Silent, like mm-hmm. I would respond to a few texts, but like I didn't FaceTime really. I kind of just was kind of digesting what had just happened. Mm-hmm. So for, did Definitely. you, but now like I'm on the phone till three in the morning most nights with people just we're just trying our best because we've, I found that being talking to people who are also going through it, our good friends has made it a lot easier for all of us. So I just wonder what you guys have been thinking about that. I definitely, I think, honestly, I probably went through a really similar process. Like at the beginning, I, I was not like, I was just kind of isolating myself just because I don't know. I feel like we were all trying to process what was happening. And then at this point I find myself up to like, all hours of the night talking to my friends because it's been so long, but like you still have to stay connected. But I was not like that at the beginning. Yeah, I think that at the beginning, like this was, uh, this is obviously so different from anything anyone's ever dealt with. So in the beginning, I think everyone was trying to like figure out how they're gonna like have a routine and everything and what's gonna really work for them. And once they figure that out for themselves, like we all realized that we needed our friends. Yeah. So yeah, we started getting in touch again. 
Have you guys been trying to keep a routine or is it every day is kind of just whatever comes your way? I feel like we're kind of different. I don't know. I, I'd say I have a kind of a routine. Like wake up when it's nice, go outside, do my homework, walk with Liv at the same time. Like I, I think that I find that easier to yeah. like not go crazy if you're consistently doing what you're supposed to, I feel like. Like if I don't have plans, then I'm so, I find myself getting very bored. Yeah, yeah. like- and I think that in the beginning, I was just, I don't know, I, I like a lot of structure. So in the beginning, I was just like trying to have a really strict routine. I would like literally write out what I was going to do. But I realized that like this is a time where we can relax. So as long as I'm like getting everything I need to get done, I kind of like see how I'm feeling for that day and like play it by ear. Oh, wait, I can't hear you, Goldie. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. I was saying for myself, I know that I have to get up at like a certain time in order to actually function for the day. If I sleep until noon or something, like my whole day is messed up because I feel I don't really get going until like four or five at night because I'm still kind of in the phases of the morning. So I've started to force myself to get up at 9 a.m. That way by 1130 noonish, I'm ready to go for the day. Mm-hmm. At but, the beginning, I was sleeping till like two in the afternoon, which really messed me up. I totally agree with you. I was staying in bed till like five and starting my day really late and like not getting the work that I needed to done. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yeah. Now, actually, one of the things I didn't even know until a few days ago is you guys were on a teen tour together this past summer. Yeah. To Asia. What about that experience was kind of, what about that drew you guys to do something completely out of your comfort zone going about 20 hours away from home for like for the first time ever okay so basically we knew that we wanted to do a team tour um but we were just like looking at the different places and we're like okay we have like this one opportunity to spend a summer like anywhere in the world why not just like full send and go somewhere that's like unconventional no one really does and I think that we were both like hesitant about it but I'm so I think we're both like so happy that we took that risk because it was just like nothing I've ever seen before and it was a really cool experience I think uh, yes definitely we spoke we spoke about that a lot actually because I know I was definitely more hesitant of the two just because like I want I pardon me wanted to go to Europe and do like the typical like you know it was I felt we were it was so guaranteed like that seemed like the safer option but Leah continued to point out like we have one chance let's do it and like we went in and I we, we were really nervous but mm-hmm. it was incredible yeah. and did that kind of teach you guys sorry more for you about Kai taking that leap of faith blindly at points now now looking back on it that you're more willing to take a risk because the one time you did you took that big chance and it ended up being a trip of a lifetime honestly 100% because like I think like honestly after seeing the experiences I had it's kind of like go big or go home but I've realized it's so much easier to do that when you have someone like I had someone like Leah with me like I don't know if I could do that alone but having yeah like no, no, you can next to you is so much easier so. I totally agree like that's the other thing if I was doing it alone I definitely would have taken a more like conventional route but I just figured like we have the two of each other like what else do we need you know 
Yeah. Um, did you guys, if you guys think you, do you think your friendship was, became stronger throughout that time? Or do you think there were points where you guys were like, we've been together now almost 365 days straight. And especially on the teen tour, you guys are always together. There's no such thing as separation. So how do you guys try to manage that part of a friendship where it's like, all right, I get, we've been together for a long time now. Let's not try to take each other's heads off. Um, I mean, I can't speak for Sari, but honestly, like, I just like for, for some reason, I just think that like, we just have a dynamic where we could just spend a lot of time together and we don't really get that sick of each other. Like, there was different rooming um, for every like city we went to and every time I was just like so excited to get to be with Sari just because like we're I don't know we're like so comfortable with each other and I don't know I don't really feel like I like was had enough of her you know no I definitely say it I think it was like we don't get sick of each other and I think it made our friendship stronger just because like being around people that were not really like that was new to us because we're so used to being around like our friends being comfortable and I think it made us both step out of our comfort zones together which like I think helped like made us yeah stronger if that's possible yeah definitely I get what you guys are saying and you just mentioned a very interesting point which was it's really forced you guys out of your comfort zone so I'm wondering what you guys kind of took from that experience of being outside your comfort zone that you're looking to apply either next year as a senior or in two years when you head off to school? I, That's, okay, yeah, you go first. Oh, you, you, yeah. Okay, um, well, I really like that question. I just think that, like, the most important thing is just, like, not, this is so cheesy and cliche, but just not to, like, hold back from yourself because, like, I just learned that as long as you're, like, surrounding yourself with the right people, then they're really just gonna, like, appreciate you for like all your little quirks and like who you really are so like just don't try to be something you're not because that's just going to distract you from all the fun <laughs> i just think like looking at college as you said and like even a senior it it puts it into perspective like you don't i don't have to be afraid like things that may look like they can't be good can be incredible and like you don't know until you try so i think that definitely made me realize that more than ever like you won't know until you try yeah I think that's something we all kind of struggle with is we all want to feel safe in a way mm -hmm. and not safe physically but we all I think we all kind of are afraid of failing yeah so and I know for myself that's no matter what you're doing whether it's academically athletically socially so for you guys how you how did your kind of experience this past summer and now Leah for you go in the season where you face more adversity than anyone ever can understand. Kind of the whole idea of like, you got to be able to face your fears of failure and any other fear you got. Um, I think that you, it's really important because like at some point, whatever you do, you're going to fail. And if you're not failing, then I don't think you're pushing yourself hard enough. So you just have to learn to like accept that gracefully and understand that that's just like part of the process. And like, taking that and using it to like better yourself is just like the most important part yeah this is also cliche but I just think like especially we've been hearing this our whole life especially like coming up to our senior year like I truly believe especially after this summer that everything happens for a reason and like we were mm -hmm. meant to be on that trip and I think now it makes it easier to see life like what happens happens and there's a reason for that and like I think that's much like it's really comforting especially going into 
an unknown situation. Yeah, and even, like, in the beginning of the trip, it was, like, the first hotel, and Sari and I were rooming together, and it was just, like, hard. Like, we were literally... We were in Asia and we were with all these people we barely knew and it was just a lot. And I remember like crying to her, just like, I don't know if I could do this for this whole time. Um, so it just like shows obviously like there's gonna be those little bumps where you're like questioning everything, but you just have to like ride the wave out and like let everything happen and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I think Sari said the best. Those times you guys face and we all face it at times are those uncertain times where you don't know it's going to happen. So what have you guys been trying to do right now to kind of face aver- face the adversity right now and rise above it? Hmm. Um, for me, like, oh yeah, do you want to go? There you go. Okay. I've just been like trying to find like what keeps me happy and to just like do that. Cause honestly, like this time, like with ourselves is so rare so instead of, I mean, I think that like, it's really good to like be productive and get stuff done, but instead of like forcing myself to be productive, I just like kind of embrace the time to like see what finds me, make, like find what makes me happy. I also feel like this time has been so good for everyone and like that you have so much time, as Leah said, to think and like, like to have these revelations that you wouldn't have, have had before. And I think it's really good like to work on yourself or like accept like I don't know. I, I just feel like it's a really good time for mental health. Mm-hmm. If, if you look at it the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was talking to coach Carp the other day about it. I've learned more about myself during this time than I ever have before. And what's truly important to me. Exactly. I That's think so true. because you're forced to learn right now, like what do you want to focus on? It's easy right now to just sit on the couch and say, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. And like, it's easy right now for, I know for probably myself and Leah definitely to be like, why am I even worrying about what's going to happen in the fall? There's a, there's a, yeah. there's a decent chance that it's done and like you yeah. never get that chance again. But I think it's showing us all that like, if you care about something, this is the time now to do it because it's a nut, you never know what's going to happen. I totally agree. I think it's such like a jump start to be proactive instead of just sitting back. Like, cause you, it, you don't know what's going to happen, but you can, you can handle it like you can do what you want about it and I think that's really good for a lot yeah and also I think that it's like a really good time you like you like what you said was that um you like learned so much about yourself in this time and like I think that's just really good because I think in like school we all kind of fall into the trap of just like kind of going with the crowd and like doing what everyone else does but like now we're literally just with ourselves all the time so you're kind of forced to do whatever you want and just like discovering really like the kind of person you are is pretty cool yeah and I was talking about to someone I can't remember who sorry about that to whoever that person was but (laughs) when we talk about I think in Byron Hills we all kind of get caught up in the little things too much whether it's whether it's a grade something that happened socially on a Friday night but now we kind of can't let the little things bother us anymore because there's so much bigger issues to deal with. So what have you guys kind of taken from this whole quarantine experience about who you, not truly who, as, who you are as a person, but more what you guys truly value? I just know that living in this town for years and years, like, like people in Armagh tend to get swept up by the, like, by 
materials. They don't, and I think being away from that and being away from people who aren't necessarily like your type of people, I think it's really, it just, I feel like it's very centering. Like you just find, that's why, and we said this much earlier, but like being far away from everyone, you realize who your true friends are and like who you miss so much. And I think like, that's a big thing. Like it allows you to clear your head and take a step back and like see what, who you really love and like who you want to be and who you don't want to be. Yeah, totally. And I think that um, like, you just have to realize at the end of the day, like you're really the last person who's always there for yourself. So just like, there's no point in like wasting time on like like you said like the little things um because I think that this experience has definitely made me look at the bigger picture and like every scenario and it just like really calms me down when I'm like freaking out about something tiny like just taking a step back and like looking at the situation it's very like Sari said it like centers you yeah now kind of while you guys have been able to see each other with distance but you haven't been able to really be the same you were say two and a half months ago what have you guys kind of learned about how strong your bond is as friends I I know that we, we didn't see each other for like I want to say for weeks yeah maybe honestly and the first time we saw each other was it was it in cars I don't I don't I feel like was it I feel like it was when we walked it was okay that and even, yes, it was when we walked. We walked around my neighborhood. And even just being on opposite sides of the street, like, being in each other's presence, it, it goes to show a lot about a relationship. Just, like, the fact mm-hmm. that I felt like you, you were right next to me, you know? In a yeah. Way. And, like, like yeah, what were you done? Yeah. Well, in the beginning, you were just, like, talking about, like, how to not be, like, stir-crazy. And, I mean, like we said, like, we definitely took our time apart from each other in the beginning, but then, like, we just had this walk where we just, like, let everything out, and, like, it really just, like, made me look at everything so differently, because, I don't know, we can all get so, like, trapped inside of our own heads, so just, like, having a friend, like, Sari, to, that's, like, willing to hear you out is, like, so essential, and I'm really thankful that I have that. Mm-hmm. Well, I got two final questions for you. My first one is next year, you guys walk through the 200 hallway again. Down the hall, you see freshman Sari Cohen and freshman Leah Sokol. What's a piece of advice you're telling them? Oof. Oh my goodness. So um, much. Um, okay. I think that I would tell myself, for, like, first I would say to myself, like, stop first of all stop like getting so wrapped up in the moment like you have to calm down because everything's really going to be okay second I would tell myself um to just be so thankful that you have the best friends in the world because I think we really do and like to each other I would just say that like you guys are so so lucky to have each other wow I I agree with everything you just said but I think one thing I would personally say to myself is just like I don't know when bad times come like it's not the end there mm-hmm. like things look up and I think a lot of high schoolers forget that that like when you get in that mind space where you can't bring yourself out of it and like you feel terrible like that's not the end and I wish mm-hmm. I would have known that but, I like, think especially in a place like Byron where it's ultra competitive that totally. sometimes you forget to tell like you have to kind of remind yourself that like it's gonna be okay 
exactly. in that weird in that weird way it's that because nothing the sky isn't falling like you're gonna wake up the next day the sun's gonna be out like you're gonna get out yeah. of bed and you'll be you'll be okay and it's another day that just reminded me like the other thing you said about like competitive is another thing I would tell myself is just to not compare yourself because like if there's anything that I've learned especially from quarantine is that like so many things can be amazing at once like you can love brownies and you could also love sweet potatoes. Like if just like everything could be so different, but they could still be amazing in their own way. And like to try to change that is just so like unnecessary. Well, that was definitely the weirdest metaphor. I think I could have heard. All you time. know what? I was thinking of two of my favorite foods. So sweet potato fry person. <laughs> definitely. hundred percent. So much yeah. better than regular fries. Yeah. And I think what you were saying more about like, there's only one you. You can't. There's no such thing as like two of the same person. As much as some people may try, mm-hmm. like we're all gonna have our own issues at points to deal with. My, I got now. I actually have two final questions. Um, <laughs> next year, it's gonna be the end. What's one thing you both want to accomplish? Not academically, not athletically, not socially something about yourself that you guys want to accomplish by the time you walk across the stage next year? Uh, um, okay. I think that like one thing I want to accomplish is just like full acceptance. Like everything that I've ever like doubted myself for, or just like not liked about myself or wish was different. Like I just want to fully accept it and appreciate it. I think one thing that I want to, like, I want to achieve by the end of my high school, I just want to, like, accept everyone for who they are. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I, and I think a lot of people should do that, too. Just, like, you know, like, people are going to be themselves, and you can't change that, and just, I don't know, I think this world needs more kindness. Mm -hmm. All right. Sorry. (laughs) She's preaching to the choir right now. Yeah, really. So, So, my last question, the same last question I ask on every single podcast. If today was your last day on earth, tomorrow we pack it up, it's all done. Whoa. What's one thing you want the world to know about Leah Sokol and Sari Cohen that they don't know already? Oh, damn. And That's not a fun so fact. Okay. Um, <laughs> People got to start listening to the end of my episodes. I asked I the same one. Really? I, um, about like us together or separately? Individually, together, whatever you want. Okay. I'm sorry. I just gotta. I gotta make it good. It's the last question. I know. I know. Same. I'm trying to think. Uh, I think that. Okay. Think that never take the people who are there for you for granted because, like, if you didn't have them, just you don't wanna. You don't wanna live in a world without them. So never take them for granted and just tell the people. So cliche again. Tell the people that are there for you and take care of you like how much you appreciate them. Didn't they want to know what they, what? Oh, yeah. How, what do they want to know about us? But, but, like, I just want them to know that, like, we really do value our friends. Like, like, we're just, yeah, that like, you just that you love, you love, you love your friends and what they've done for you. Yeah, and, like, we wouldn't be anywhere without each other. At least I wouldn't be. Maybe Sarah would be further without me. I'm kind of No, I, I totally Sorry. agree. I, I think, I think I want people to know that, like, I personally find it so important to surround, uh, similar to what you said, Leah, like surround yourself with the people who are going to make you a better person. And mm-hmm. I think that's what I definitely try to do. 
and I try to be that person for other people and I think that's something that I'd want everyone to know just like it really matters like your people they matter mm -hmm. well I can't thank you guys enough for coming on today oh my god this was so fun it really was fun you made me think yeah I do that's why I get paid the big bucks <laughs> okay. thank you guys so much